Knock knock. Who's there? JC. JC who? JC who who? Hey. Welcome to JC Lounge. I really feel like there should be a different show no. every time. No. That's going to get so dead. I don't care. Is that what you guys do now? Apparently, I'm not involved. That's <laughs> you just made those two of We never used to do. Never used to do. It felt like the spirit. Oh, not that, that you would know because you would never come. Exactly, on you don't even know the joke. Anyway, welcome to JC <laughs> Lounge. This is a spot for uh, thinkers and vibers. If you like deep conversations, if you like deep thoughts and wondering about the different things in life, you're more than welcome here. If you just want to have a good time, have a good discussion, see some me. friends, hang out, you're also welcome here. My name is T. I lead JC for me. I'm an artist. Uh, over here we got Taya. Hi. We got. I'll, I'll go. Actually, I'll go around. We got Nathan. Yo. Behind this camera we got Beck. We Shout got out Bex. to Beck. We got Ellen over here. Hello, hello. And our guest joining us this month, MC Els, mm. also known as the pastor himself, also known as <laughs> Deacon <laughs> Giles, also known as Saga. Remember Saga. That? Sagacious. Saga. <laughs> These are all things that they they put this in is, on me. <laughs> this is Giles. Giles is a rapper. Well, you introduce. Who are you, Giles? Oh, my name is Giles. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> no. No. Remember, that reminds me of the time when I was like, "Beck, introduce yourself." She's like, "I am Beck." And that was it. That was it. <laughs> okay. So yeah, Giles. Giles is joining us. Actually, Giles wasn't going to be on lounge, but he was, insisted he that he was he on. He said, it. "I'm not coming and not discussing the word with with you guys." Uh, <laughs> like he so, gave us no. Other if option. You gotta make sure you don't keep fumbling the mic. I'll tell you. Stop holding it like oh, a rapper. No, I, I, <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. There we go. There you go. About to say okay. Like, so okay, before we get started, as well, there is usually someone else that's here on lounge who wasn't in the last episode. But if you look at all the episodes before that, he's in them. The reason he's not here, it's Ryan. Big up, Ryan. Is because he and his wife had a baby recently. Woo! Big baby Mac. Ryan. Big shout out to their baby. baby. Big yeah. shout out to Chloe. We love you. Uh, and I'm already the favourite uncle. Uh, how are you guys' Hungry. months been? How are you guys' November's been? The I'm giving you 30 seconds. Uh, it's time to start. Well. start with it's right. been lit. Start, start on with Taya. It's Taya. been lit, seconds. fam. It's been lit, fam. Good things are coming. You guys, just just be ready. Stay ready. You know? God is good. Amen. Amen. That's it? Yeah, that's Perfect. It. You, with 23 there's, seconds. There's, I'm sure there's... Okay. How yeah, yeah, no, it's been good. Um, I'm doing a PGC course at the moment. No one and, Oh, no. don't worry, keep going. <laughs> Come yeah, on, no, Josh. No, we love our guests. Okay, yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing a PGC course, so it's been quite an intense month. But um, by the grace of God, um, I'm, I'm staying strong and I keep going. A lot of people are dropping out, but yeah, by Great. the grace of God. Nice. Good job. Do you have how many seconds we have left? You've got two seconds. Yo, okay, <laughs> month is good. And he's setting the timer for me Mine's as well. Here we go. All right, cool. Yeah, my month is fine. November, because usually November is like the month before Christmas. So usually. usually. Well, yeah. Uh, only some years. And usually it's not busy. That's what I'm trying to say. But um, yeah, so it's been a calm, quiet month. But I know next month could be hella crazy. So Yeah, man. Yeah, that's my month for now. But Honestly, I don't know if... Uh, December's the worst month for people to work in church, but it's, it's, it's got to be up there. And it, it's only really like it, two it, weeks of work. Yeah, literally, it's the third of December. What? I just feel like... I didn't want to say the date, but um, it's literally like, almost like, it's like the beginning of December, and yeah, it's like hell. Like, honestly, non-stop, doing yeah. this, going home, helping out with the church, like, yeah. crazy. 
But God is good. God is good all the time. I think this is a spicy hot take. Ooh. I'm ready to be in on hot, hot take. take. I'm ready. Missionary work is colonialism. Ah. <laughs> 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 I'll be joking. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no, we can't even. Okay, okay, right. right. <laughs> I have a quote to go with it, right? Okay. This quote is by someone called Jomo Kenyatta. When the missionaries arrived, the Africans had the land and the missionaries had the Bible. They taught us how to pray with our eyes closed. When we opened them, they had the land and we had the Bible. Just, just, just. Wow. Ooh, that's actually a bar. Whether you agree with that or not, that's, that's like a hard phrase to write. Just think about it, right? Okay. I know we are a, a group of Christians, right? But, <laughs> but, but, there's things like African spirituality, you know how people be moving with their crystals and all of that good stuff, yeah? It's not good, but yeah. Sorry. Right. Let her finish. Let, <laughs> let, let yeah, her so let obviously land. people had the way they were living, right? Before missionaries just went and started doing things. Very and true. not to say that missionary is bad because it isn't. Because we're going in, or as Christians, we don't think it's bad. We're going in, we're teaching the word, we're bringing resources. But surely... Right, you could argue that there is, there's a part of missionary where. I'll put your hand down. You're sorry. sorry. I don't even know how to word this, but like, surely, yeah, you're like chilling, living your best life, and then a bunch of white people just come in Wait, and they're on, like, hold on, you've made a big assumption. Yeah. <laughs> you've made a huge assumption. Well, they're all missionaries are white. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what colonialism is? No, right, okay, so I, I was, was going to say, it would be really important to explain <laughs> both, just to quickly define what both okay. missionary work is and colonialism. Yeah, because it's completely different Can we do things. that really quickly? Missionary work. So missionaries go into, the into a community to teach about Jesus Christ and the Christian faith. Missionary work depends on where the individual or group of missionaries are going. At the very least, a missionary's first responsibility is to God, then to his or her church or missionary agency. And what was the other word, sorry? Colonialism. 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 Right, colonialism. The policy or practice of acquiring full or partial political control over another country, oh. occupying it with settlers and exploiting it there economically. The way you do that is you, you take... Uh, uh, you have a big group of people here and you take a few of them and you put them in that country and you then build a colony with those people and they grow the culture and influence of these people over there. That's the way mm. it works. Yeah. Go on, Jar. So, uh, yeah, there's two completely different things that we're speaking to you. about. No, 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 no. <laughs> they are To two. you. Not to me. You didn't create either of them, so you can't tell me. <laughs> Carry on. What? Hold on. So you have to create it. No, okay. Carry on. Colonialism, as we've just heard from the definition, this mm -hmm. isn't to me. This is the definition. Carry on. <laughs> Colonialism 
is when you take political control and you take control of that country and obviously settle there, mm, yeah. right? Missionaries yeah. are people who are sent by the Lord mm-hmm. to the country to share the gospel. Yes. Mm. Right. right. So, for example, Paul, he cool. was, he was he an was example a of a missionary. He went to these countries and he li- his only agenda was to share the gospel of right. Jesus Christ. So he didn't he he didn't take over. He didn't change their cultural customs. Right. He didn't change anything apart yes. from their spirituality. Yeah. Um, so I, I understand where Tay is coming from in in a sense of where because obviously it back then mm-hmm. it was almost used hand in hand. I'm well, not denying so, that. So right. People. So I think that's that's the thread that's worth picking up on if you look at the. Uh, the traditional African religions and countries, although you could even argue that Ethiopian eunuch was the first missionary to Africa. But when, especially in the in the slave trade, the yeah. 15th, 16th, 17th century, mm-hmm. these it times, was, yeah. the way that religion was used to manipulate, to manipulate and coerce yeah. people yeah. out yeah. of their land. And even when, when you say that it, that Paul's sole agenda was God, Paul's was. Since then, has that been the sole agenda? No. If, the, if the Pope is telling you to go and do the Crusades because it's a holy war, you know, that, same, you know yeah. what I mean? So that's where, yeah. what are you I have another quote, right? Yeah, says, religion, and I say religion because we all know what Christianity really is. It's a religion. Okay. It's religion, okay. yeah, is the organization of spirituality into something that beca- that became the handmaiden of conquerors. Nearly all religions were brought to people and imposed on people by conquerors and used as the framework to control their minds. Ellen? You sound like Karl Marx. Sorry. Can I just say as well, um, in 2019, uh, there was a missionary that now may be charged with genocide after he's exposed a jungle tribe that was once not contacted. Mm. Uh, so they've ex- basically, because they've gone, gone to do missionary work with them, they've exposed uh, them to disease the and yeah, not, they yeah. have all pretty much died out. Like the whole colony has died out. However, at the same time, I guess with, with missionary work, it started in the Middle East. Like, this is the right. big thing. It started yeah. in the Middle East. Yeah. It was taken out. If you read all of, uh, after after the... Um, the Gospels. After Acts. the Gospels, Acts. and you see them yeah. wherever, everywhere they went. They went all the way out as far as maybe Spain, modern-day yeah. Spain. Yeah. And then, the, obviously, the after, Turkey. you know, a few hundred years, then those same people came back. <laughs> so these people already heard the word of the, of the Lord. These people from from the European countries have then gone back to try and, as you said, colonize those countries using, um, you know, using, as you were saying, like gain, trying to gain economically Mm -hmm. from them. So the thing is, though, it might not have even been intentional, right? Because we all know everyone can interpret the word in such wild ways, wild, wild ways. Mm -hmm. But like these probably went out and was like, yeah, God says it's okay to have slaves. So then they've like and, and if justified you... slavery. And then they've justified this and they've justified that. And even though they're not going and going like, I'm going to take everything from these people because they don't deserve it. And I'm going to use God to manipulate them. They've probably gone, no, God, God said this is cool. So 
I'm going to do this. But remember, the hearts are what would have... It's still missionary. If they've intentionally gone out to be like, we're going to use this thing, right? But then when we're calling it missionary, they're not missionaries. Yes, they are. The missionary definition are those who do it for God, who are sent by God. They were not sent by God. But they believe they were. But that wait, doesn't make the mission. It's like if you this this um, hot take is a bit like I'm a bit, a bit hot. It. Yeah, it's a bit hot. It's a bit, it's a bit too spicy. Told um, you. <laughs> I feel like you know, like hearing what Taylor say about you know, like you know, back in the days when they used to say, "Oh, this is what the Bible say," and like these are just justify slavery. I, I when I hear that, I hear because I always like watch YouTube video and kind of stuff talks about oh, how Christianity is like a white man's religion and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not. It's, it's actually not. I hate that. I I really hate that because we actually read the. Oh, pardon. A lot of people believe that as well. And a lot of people and a lot of people who, and, and people who say that don't even read the Bible for themselves because mm-hmm. what the yeah, Bible yeah, says yeah. is totally opposite what they believed in. Yeah. Like sl- slavery. Like what was that? What Jesus said: "Love your neighbor as yourself." Like you wouldn't, you know, beat someone, treat someone like less than. Like come on, like. Yeah. I, f- I, I just I just I just really hate when people say Christianity is a white man's religion. Right. I just yeah. it just doesn't sit but well with me. It's important to understand why people think that, and it's because of this colonialism. Yeah, there's 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 a there's a murky in terms of Christianity in the West and the relationship between Western Europe, uh, the Americas, uh, slave trade. Christianity is so deeply tied into that. The, the association from people that don't do the investigation, because if, if you do the research, it's very clear, yeah. right? But the people that don't do the investigation, the assumption is very clearly, we had our faith, we had our way of life, we had our names, and you came in with this religion, squashed all that, because you thought these were a bunch of primitive natives running around, not knowing what they're doing. You gave them a religion, you gave them different names, blah, 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 you know, so <laughs> that, Yeah. Can I also say that, um, I mean, I've been reading Luke because every like December and that I go through all of Luke. Um, and it was interesting because in Luke 4, when Jesus is tested in the wilderness, I'm looking at verse 10. Mm. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. The devil himself is using the word of God for his own purposes. That is in Psalms 91. Uh, People throughout history, that is an example just from the Bible, where people, but also through slavery, through the Magna Carta, through all of these things, people have used the Bible and and still use the Bible to justify their own purposes. That is Look at the Ku Klux Klan. Can I just say, exactly? Do you guys know actually how slavery was justified biblically? Yes. They used they used the um, scriptures of Peter, didn't they? And, and Noah well. and Sham. Lam- there we go. Yeah. Uh, so it, it ge- in Genesis, uh, there's this story. That uh, was ark. Uh, um, he gets off the ark. He builds an altar. God says, "Never gonna uh, curse the land again. Flood the land because of the behavior of humans." Um, then uh, Noah builds a vineyard. Gets absolutely plastered. Passes out naked. Right. And his sons. Well, his, one of his sons comes in and something happens. It says that he sees him, but it's not really clear about what kind of interaction happened. Then he goes and tells his brothers. His brothers walk backwards so they don't see their dad naked and lay a cloth on him. Uh, and then when Noah comes to, he curses Ham mm-hmm. and says, the lowest of slaves, your children, will be to your brothers. And so 
uh, European traders and European Christians to justify slavery took that and said, actually, because uh, the darker people, so Kush, which leads to Egypt, blah, 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 they came from that line. Here is a biblical justification for these guys being oh, wow. enslaved. And actually, it, God has ordained this genetic passing of slavery. So it's not just the people we catch, but their kids, biblically, are justified slavery. We can really go down this line. But we need to move on. Last thing, one Nathan. Thing. I want to say one thing. What, there's a difference between what, um, you know, back then when colonialism, like, I think what they did, they didn't give them a choice. Like what Paul did, Paul went, you know, went to, um, he went out and did missionary. He gave people a choice. He didn't yeah. force the religion. He laid it on the table. He, yeah, he laid it on the table. And if people didn't accept it, like, shake the dust out of your feet and he went somewhere else. And you went somewhere else. Right. Yeah. But what, they forced it. Like, they didn't have a choice. Like, mm. they forced these people to become slave, yeah. go to the foreign land, and, you know, become servants and masters. Yeah. And it, they, it was no choice. Yeah. And that's the difference between what uh, missionaries and colonies and, Yeah. So, Can I just quit? No, yeah. you can't. We don't, we, don't, we don't have time. Really? I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry. <laughs> got time. Uh, Charles so will what, never be what, back after what this. Was, what was the hot take? Missionary work is colonialism. Okay. Are you in or out on it's that hot take? A huge generalization. What missionary work is colonialism? <laughs> yeah. Are you in or out? As in, do I agree or disagree? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you in or out? I just want to be very clear. Yeah, I completely disagree. <laughs> Are you in or out? My version of missionary, yeah, I'm out. Okay. It's different. I'm out too, but I think it's a discussion that's really <laughs> worth having because there's, there's really close links, I think. Yeah. But I am out. On, on that statement, missionary work is the same as colonialism. <laughs> I disagree. But okay. there are there are links, links that need to be discussed. Mm. But thank God for colonialism, because if not, I wouldn't be a Christian. Um. <laughs> hmm. Jesus. Okay. That's that's kind of sad. You can't leave on that. You can't end it like that. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> So, um, after that joyous hot take, <laughs> let's move on to our topic sock. Again, without the sock, we've got three topics. Uh, we don't know which one's coming up. We're going to discuss whichever one comes up. Because MCL's Mr. Giles, Pastor Deacon Giles is in the building. He's going to pick a number out of one, two, or three. And Ellen's going to let us know which topic we're discussing. So. Okay. The number you choose is... Two. Basic. Okay, so, here basic. we go. Topic sock number two. Should we refer to people by their pronouns? Oh, okay, wait, 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 wait. I got a Bible verse and then I have something else as well. Okay, so Genesis 2, 22. Then the Lord made God, uh, oh, then the Lord no, God no, made woman verse, from the rib he had taken out of the man oh, and he brought her to the man. Okay, however, I have taken this from the Equality Act 2010, which says it is against the law to discriminate against someone because of their age, disability, gender reassignment, marriage and civil partnership, pregnancy and maternity, race, religion or belief, sex or sexual orientation. These are called the protected characteristics. Um, sorry, that, just to confirm, when you say discriminate, you mean like hateful discrimination, right? Yeah. It, it just difference? says you cannot discriminate against someone because of these things. Okay, go on, Nathan, and then Tara. 
I just feel like, I think, where do, where do you draw the line when you're discriminating, when, when you make, for instance, yeah, I'm going to an example, yeah? So when one person believes this because it's a religion, but another person believes it because it's a, let's say, sexual orientation, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I don't know. Where do you draw the line? Like, right. The line right. of what? I don't, I'm just. The line of what? Where, where do you draw the line? Like, where do you draw you, the line of where, what? Like, okay, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the like, like, because, like, I think, because, like, where do you draw the line to, like, saying, okay, you're right, but you're not right? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not okay, saying that I'll, like, I'm not saying this I'll, like, oh, I'm saying that because I'm just curious. I wanna, yeah, go on. I yeah, know. So, the question is, what, what line, though? Because, one, I don't even like the question, how it's phrased. Should we refer to? Because, like, someone has gone, I don't feel comfortable in my skin. Mm-hmm. I've been assigned female at birth, but I feel like I'm a man. We don't have a right to go, you're wrong. Don't you? Christian, Muslim, don't Sikh, you? or just a regular human. We don't have any right to tell anyone how they feel, right? Uh-huh. Think about it, okay? Because that is something that people base their whole lives on. Right? I was just discussing Whether we agree hope, actually, or I disagree did. on if we should carry so much weight into our identity... That's a whole different conversation. But think about it. Kids grow up getting bullied because of their sexual orientation, because of their... Kids get bullied for stuff like this all the time. Kids don't come out until they're like maybe 20s, 30s, or don't come out at all because they're terrified of how they're going to be treated for it. So the fact that someone has gone, my pronouns are she, her, but I'm male presenting. You have no right to go, why? Well, okay, so this, this idea of uh, not having a right to whatever, like, there's two arenas we have to have this discussion in, right? We have to have this discussion in terms of devoid of emotion, devoid of human experience. What do we believe as Christians is right and wrong, right? Because, at, because first, first, because as Christians, I think we do believe in an absolute truth, right? There is the truth as Christians, mm, right? Absolutely. And then... We start there, and then we look at the experience of a human, which is fluid, which is not something that stays at one point. And, and we use the two to see how we're going to come to our conclusion, right? For me, the verse that Ellen just read, start of the Bible, all the way through the Bible, and all the way through literally the majority of human history. The, as the, Christians? No, well, just human history. As in, the majority of human history would state there's only two genders. You'd be surprised. No, the, well, the majority of human history. I mean, it's up until, what, the middle of last century, maybe? Towards the end of last uh, century? Mm, there's a so lot of cultures have... that believe that there are more than two genders, though. A think... lot of cultures. Okay. Uh, what, just to, could you explain? I don't know them personally. I'm not going to even say them. Right, okay, so be, I, I'd, I'd wrong. Well, let's not even claim it in this conversation because none of us are educated to speak on that. So our understanding right now, the majority of human history has said there's man, there is woman, Right. So that, and as a Christian, that is the fact that I subscribe to. Do I think that it's possible for you to be born and feel other than that? Of course. It's not about whether it's possible or not. I mean, look, speak to someone about, like, they'll go, oh, this is how I feel, right? Mm-hmm. Now, does, what's the question? Should we Should refer, we to, refer to people as their pronouns? My thing is this, right? On what battlefield are you going to win a battle, Right. Do I draw the line at, no, I'm not even going to refer to you as that because I'm trying to make a point. Is that going to get you closer to Jesus? Yes or no? Nope. Dep- well, it depends. 
It does depend on the situation. But my, by, by denying someone it, their pronouns. Denying someone so, so, their hold pronouns. On. Can we just quickly clarify that? What pronouns like, are? Yeah, no, obviously, oh. like, like when you say, should we call people by pronouns? What by the so, pronouns they choose. So no, if I, so so if, like, I um, if you say uh, I'm a she, then yes. it's like, should, oh, okay. should we? Or should they, we, um, or yeah. So should, you should you then you call she? me yeah, okay. she or they? Yes. Okay, pronouns. She, her, he, him, they, them. They're interchangeable. It could be she, they. So on a day, someone may not be feeling as feminine and they want to be referred to they, them. So when you speak about that person, it's always they, them. You never say he or she because that's what they prefer to be called, right? So as a Christian, I'm going to honour that. Why? Because I love my neighbour. And I love uh, them. You can say no, no, no. But you can say no, but you can say air all you like. No, no, no. Seriously. Don't do that. Okay. So what's the issue then? So what's the issue? Okay. Because if I, no, but this is this is a thing because we have Christians. We have Christians who don't identify with their assigned gender. A hundred percent. Okay. And we have to remember how freaking condemning the church is already. A hundred. So when someone comes into church, introduces themselves and goes, my pronouns are this, yes. what are you going to say? Sorry, we don't do that here. The reason, the reason I said nah that way is because there's an assumption there that going by that person's pronouns is loving your neighbour. I don't think that that just is immediately loving your neighbour. Okay, so then what do you think if we I should come, do as Christians into, if, if someone approaches church, us and goes, if my I pronouns come, are they this, them? This, this is a very, very, very faulty analogy. I don't think these are the same things at all. But if I come into church going, hey man, I love heroin. Are you going to go, well, keep on keeping on, pal. Have a great old time with that because I love my neighbor. No, there is a difference in the, the lifestyle that you're having and the values that I have as a Christian. Right? I don't like and that analogy. I can't, it's, it's really faulty analogy because someone's sexuality and someone's drug addiction, they're not the same thing, right? But the point being this, we hold values as Christians, right? And I believe at the point that we start compromising these values, why are we even but following this, right? how is that right? compromising a value? No, the, no, this is what I mean. If my value is, I believe there are two genders, right? I can hold that value and still be welcoming to someone, still love someone and still honor that person. But it needs to be understood in myself what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, right? Yeah, if that's I okay. Choose, if I choose to call someone, or not even choose to, if someone comes, okay, very honestly, my thing is this. If someone comes in and I go, by my 25-year-old eyes, you look like a dude, right? But you're saying, hi, I'm, insert female name. I'm just going to call you the name that you said because I don't know... But the name, name and right? the pronoun is not the same. I know, so I'm just saying, right? So if they say pronoun is female and I'm thinking, oh, it's male, yeah, yeah. I will use whatever pronoun you said or I'll try to duck it because I, my thing is I don't really know you, right? So what conversation can I have? What impact can I actually have that's going to bring you closer to Jesus? Is it going to be me going, no, nah, I'm going to call you this? No, that's not helpful. Now, if the, if the opportunity presents itself, I will have the conversation of actually, well, where are you coming from with it? This is my understanding. Educate me on your experience, right? But not aimlessly, because my belief is still this. My belief is that there are two genders, right? And that's import it's important to have that. We can't go into these interactions just going, oh, well, you know, your feelings are your feelings and, you know, you're, you're fine to feel how you feel because we don't believe that. Okay, so then another question is, can you argue that someone whose pronouns are they, them can be just as a devoted Christian, maybe even more than the freaking next person? Do you, 
Do you want to? Were you going to answer? No, I about 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 <coughs> English. I to say something else, but um, you can. Okay. Uh, well. Yeah. Okay. Could someone that's they them be a devoted Christian? Be a pastor, even. Mm. Of course. I mean, so when I was at uni, uh, I had uh, a chaplain at uni that she she was part of this thing called Diverse Church, right? Which was a, an LGBTQ plus church, right? And in theory, that's fine. In practice, so much of scripture is skewed in order to present a particular narrative that it becomes, for me as a Christian, an issue. Because it's not even the specific sexual orientation thing. It's the way that you're treating scripture. This See, isn't that's the issue, But that's, that there mm-hmm. is the issue of that person. No, but it's the, it's the whole church. It wasn't just yeah. the person, right? Yeah, but whoever's leading that church. Do you know what and I mean? And that seems to happen a lot. That yeah, it happens. Happen of course it happens because right. people don't want to hear the truth and it hurts. Of course it's going to hurt to read read a book that that says you're going to hell because of how you feel about other people. Of course that's going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. No one's really going to want to speak about that. But if someone really wants to become a Christian, they're going to come into this church, they're going to read the Bible, they're going to listen to the word and they're going to understand what they have to do next. It's then their choice to decide whether they make that choice or not. Is it possible for them to make the wrong choice, though? Of course, we make wrong choices all the time about everything. So so in the event someone makes the wrong choice because it's more... um, Satisfying to their heart. Satisfying for their personal experience, their feelings. Exactly. Do we, as Christians, accommodate for their wrong choice in a way of justifying the choice they're making? Actually, you're fine to make that. You're right, because that's how you feel. Or do we welcome people in lovingly but still challenge them on this is the truth, though? I think this is the whole conversation that the church needs to have. Because it's so current now, right? Yeah. We don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. So we, we tread lightly or we just avoid it completely. Right. There are sen- You have to be sensitive with stuff like this because it's people's identities. 100%. And as you say, like, what do I do if my friend goes, yeah, I believe in God, but I'm still like this. Mm. How, d- how do I approach that friend and go, hey, bro, like, the Bible says this, you know? And like, yeah. I love you, God loves you, but the Bible says this. So are you going to make a choice to well, move away from that? And if that person then says no, do yeah. we go, all right, cool, I'll support you. Or do you know what? I can't really support that. Like, Yeah. I think we have to be honest that we don't have all the answers. And that's fine. Of course We're not. We're not supposed mm. to have all the answers, right? But that doesn't mean we should shy away from the conversation. And for me, this is the case for everyone, right? The way that God talks about sin this is all on the same level. And so being homosexual, being transgender, whatever, and lying to your parents, sleeping around, in God's view, as the Bible talks about, these are the same things, right? And so the process in which you navigate your life is not with a bias to one or the other. It's we are trying to overcome all of it. Now, the difference is, if I talk about lying... Everyone will go, yeah, that's probably like a bad thing to do morally. But to say that someone's sexual orientation, the love that they have for someone else, whatever, to say that is a sin is a very personal and offensive thing to say. Mm-hmm. If I'm with... Not even if. If I, was alive, if, if, if I was alive 50 years before, right, there would be people that would directly say I should not be in a relationship that I'm in. I shouldn't be getting married to her because she's white. Mm-hmm. And God did not intend for black people and white people to match. They could pull... Uh, uh, scriptures to match that. They say you should be alive, you shouldn't be alive because of these very things. We shouldn't always be sitting in the same room. And I would be in f- 
infuriated at that, right? If someone said that to me. But this is why I ultimately believe, right? If everyone can honestly say to themselves, because it doesn't matter what you say to me, if everyone can honestly say to themselves that they are pursuing the truth, not what is going to make them feel better, not what is going to get them in a position that they can live out whatever their dream or whatever is, they're pursuing the truth, everything else will come with it. If you, I've, I've met people, I've been, uh, well, I haven't spoken to him in a little while now, but I had a friend or an acquaintance I met through work, right? That he was a new Christian, right? Mm -hmm. He was also in a homosexual relationship, living with a dude. Mm -hmm. I was like, great, great to hear that you're a Christian. Let's chat, let's meet up. Because, and that's not saying I'm great or anything, but I mean like, if he's honestly pursuing the truth, right? Jesus will make clear to him what he needs to know exactly. at what point. Now, does that mean that when he says, I'm gay, I go, oh, well, that's fine. It's no, that's because there is still a line in which we as Christians need to obey who we're following. And we can't compromise. Yes, sorry, go on, Rebecca. Hi, everyone, it's Becky but here. But how are you going to film yourself? And I'm not going to film. Oh, Ellen oh gosh. Um, from the audience? Hi. <laughs> I just wanted to say that the question is about pronouns, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and we're talking a lot about sexuality. So, I mean, as much as I know my two pence on this answer, mm -hmm. uh, if you focus on more their identity and their, their sex that they identify themselves with, it makes the question a little bit easier to answer. Yeah. yeah. So, I was going to go back to that anyways. Yeah, sorry. And I'm, That's I'm all right. Like the specific question is... Should we refer to people as their pronouns? My answer is yes, because I'm not disrespectful. If someone comes to me and says, my pronouns are he, him, I'm going to respect that. Ellen comes to me, she don't even have to tell me her pronouns because I know you well enough to know what your pronouns are. So I'm not going to go, yeah, Ellen, yeah, he's bare sick. I'm not going to do that because one, that's dumb. And two, like, I'm not disrespectful. So if someone comes to me and says, my pronouns today, they, them, maybe tomorrow, she, her. All together, she, they. Cool, fair enough. Because I'm not disrespectful. Just because I refer to you as your pronouns does not mean I don't believe what I believe. I know what God says. At what point does it mean that, though? At what point does it mean what? That you don't believe what you believe. It doesn't. It doesn't change anything that I believe. So, so if you believe that a man is a man and a woman is a woman, but every time you go through life, you'll call anyone whatever they want to be called, does at some point that affect your belief? Nope. For me personally, that it really what people, how, how people live, like that has nothing to do with my personal well, journey. I think the tough thing is we're also it's it's not a it's not an individual faith. Is exactly. It? Right. So it's not just for us. There's a community element. There's a witness element. Right. And so as we're living a life in a community where our faith is supposed to be viewed publicly as well as personal that's where it comes up because you can call everyone whatever they want to be called the assumption is especially now if you're doing that you're an ally right i hate and, that word well yeah but the the assumption is if you are saying yes no mm -hmm. i agree i'll call you the top oh are that. you basically saying that you're gonna you're um by you calling them what they want yeah you're accommodating it and you're almost encouraging well it. yeah and and the view would be that you support that movement mm -hmm. yeah or that you support that that thought yeah. process you know i just want to put a question out there yes, um, to make everyone think 
you know, we've been talking about what you're doing. Would you call them pronouns in the church? Mm-hmm. Let's flip the question and say, if a kid came to you, a, a boy kid, let's say in the youth group a you boy were teaching. Kid. Like, a man cub. <laughs> <laughs> like a boy said, like, yeah. Um, if you were teaching, like, say, what was, where did you used to work? You used to work in like a, a, a youth, youth group. Yeah, 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 yeah. What if like say one of the kids, what if the, one of the kids said to you, mm-hmm. I'm a she now and it was yeah. a boy. Would yeah. you then accommodate that and would you then start calling them a Can she? Can we just Google what the word accommodate means? Yeah, oh, that would be a good normal thing, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. I guess it's like... Work because work. that can happen, right? Well, that kids, does happen. Youth workers in the room. Kids that are happens, still... I mean, all the time. Yeah. Go on, Nathan. Like, because like, I'm in a situation where that actually happens a lot. And like, right. like I, was, I was kind of thinking what you think of like, yeah, I want, like, for, for my question, the, the question about, oh, do, do we um, refer people to the right I 100% agree with that. Like, yes, like, I want to I want to respect you, what your wishes and what you believe in. And that's what I, you know, go for. And that's why I believe in it. The reason why I was saying, talking about the line, is that I just, I just want to, I just want to, because I'm speaking out of curiosity, not just like, oh, I agree with this, I agree with that. But I'm saying I want to like know to like like where's where's the line so yeah. I can so yeah. I can like um, know treat, how to know do how it, to yeah. treat, you know how to deal with it because I'm curious how do I how do I respect someone but not to the point that I'm you know taking it a step too far or, I want yeah. to, as a Christian as a Christian yeah. and I'm, as a as a youth leader as well as like, a youth worker yeah. as a youth worker because I want to yeah. show people with respect but then again I can't just kind of just go one way can I can I just throw some more that, can I just throw some some more well, spice into the mix before you throw the spice let's okay. answer this question for youth workers I think at the end of the day as a youth worker what you're doing is you're teaching these kids about the bible yeah you stick to the bible and, and you're fine yeah yeah okay but your life is based on what the word says right Based on, yeah, but you also have to figure out how you... Sorry, there's no, I'm not arguing. So then in that case, what do, would you call them? All you do... Want? No, all you do is preach the word, right? Obviously, they're kids, so at some point, you're going to have to go to their parents and be like, hey, your kid came to me and said, they identify as he, him, um, they're female presenting. What is your take on that, right? You'd obviously have to have a conversation with the parents about that because that is just like... You don't want to say something to a kid that's going to traumatize them for the rest of their lives yes. because they're going to grow up and they're going to be like, I went to church and I told them yeah. my pronouns were she, her, and they called me he and it hurt yeah. my feelings, right? You, that's the last thing you want. So yeah. I personally, and it's not, it's not, there is no rule book to this. Right. I personally, I'm going to honor that kid's pronouns because they're so young and impressionable that by not honoring that, there's a possibility that you can push them away from Jesus. Right, yes. but then on the but f- you have to insert the Bible every time. But then yeah. what I'm saying is, it, it, but by you doing that, wouldn't you then argue that the kid you're almost like validating that in the kid? And, like, and yeah, 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 it's like, it's it's the, the same. It's the same premise sometimes as going, oh, well, I really want my kid to be a Christian, so I'll let them do whatever they want to do, just as long as they come to church. And actually, then the faith that they get isn't founded yeah, on. Wait, 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 wait. Let Ellen go quickly. Okay, very quickly, so accommodate. Um, the verb accommodate is to provide lodging or, su- or sufficient space for. It also says fit in with the wishes or the needs of. Okay, so accommodate to allow them, basically. Yeah, and to yeah. encourage it. But, okay, I want to ask a question. Okay, when a kid asks me a question, okay, what's my yes. view on it? I'm not like, I'm not yes. And then if I say it, and then after it, it just contributes to what? I, what like, if, I, if I'm like saying, yeah, oh yeah, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say what you what do you want to be answered and all that kind of stuff. I won't say your pronouns. And after they ask me a question, I will also give you money and I take this. It's kind of right. like. It flies in the face yeah, of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, place. I'm like, yeah. I'm saying this thing. I'm saying yes, do this, do yes. this. But then again, I'm like, I'm teaching. Yes. But then you're teaching the, something. Exactly. No, the, this, this is what I think you got to do. As a youth worker, it's important. I found that it's important. I've learned from some really good youth workers that you have to make it clear what, as a Christian, we believe. Because a kid needs to know, and not just a kid, human beings need to know actually where they're going to stand with you. Mm. Whether they're going to be in or not, whether they want to hang out or not, they need to know where they stand. And the consistency is always important and appreciated. I didn't agree, but I knew who was always going to do that. Whenever I zig, he's always going to zag. If we're just going to bend to whatever it is they feel, that's, a, that's an issue, right? Uh, however, however, as a youth worker, you can't, is the most dangerous thing ever to call out a kid. Whether it's one-to-one, whether it's in a group, it has to be done with a lot of care. You have to have a very established relationship with a kid. And I don't even think it's just youth work. I think it's with people in general, right? And so your personal witness, your personal walk has to be testimony to them of actually what you believe and you cannot shy away from the conversation. If someone says, hey, I want to be referred to as this, go, well, I'm really happy that you're comfortable enough to tell me this, right? I think it would be great if we could chat so I could find out more about why this is, where does this come from? Is it something you felt for ages? Some, and where do we go from yeah. there, right? If it's a case of you go into the whole youth group, right, this kid said that they want to be referred to with these pronouns, please, can you all do this? Because you know that that kid is going to be discipled and di- discuss this topic, both in a group format and one-to-one being mentored either by the parents or whatever, then do that right? Mm. But it is so important that you are sensitive to that kid, but you don't compromise. And you can do both, but it's all predicated on having a relationship with that person. Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And for me, that, that is the best route to go forward. If you don't have a relationship with that kid and you're not the head youth worker, you pass on to the head youth worker, you pray for that kid, and you ensure that you put the pressure on the head youth worker to not shy away from the conversation. That can't be a thing you just go, oh, yeah, we'll call you whatever that we never talk about with anyone else because that's where the confusion comes out. Mm. We can't shy away from the conversation. We have to have the conversation, know where we stand, but then also go, but this is how we feel and this is where we're going to go forward, understanding the truth yeah. and our feelings and move forward with both. Mm. Right? Does that make sense? Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. We have been going for Yo, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> No, no, that's fine. I'm sorry we don't have time to dive deeper into everyone's points. Good, I feel like we, before, we definitely before need to we pray. pray. Before we pray, Nathan's going to give us a little word of the month. Do you have Do you have anything from your month you want to share? Don't have to be long. It's actually, um, I was reading the Bible and I got this in Mark 5, verse 26. It says, Jesus said this, do not fear, only believe. 
Is that it? Is that it? <laughs> no, it's nice and simple. It's nice, yeah, simple, yeah, sweet. It's sweet and fair. simple. Where yeah. is that? Mark what? Mark, Mark 5, verse 26. Mark 5, Mark verse 26. Five. Do not fear, only believe. No, Mark 6, actually, sorry. Wow. Mark 6, 26. Yeah, yeah 26, yeah. Okay. Great. Do not fear, only believe. That is a pretty good note to end on. Uh, thank you, MCLs, Pastor Deacon Giles, for joining Bless. us. Guys listening, all of that mic fumbling sound that you heard through this whole thing, that was Giles. Oh, God. So, <laughs> He's Mike, not fumbling. Yeah, yeah. Why are you holding it like that? Doing all, doing all the weird stuff. Sorry. Um, Wait, how, how much sound? That made a lot of sound. Yeah, I can hear all of it, mate. Oh, God. I did tell you multiple times. <laughs> it's fine. Sorry, Does anyone want to pray for us yeah. to close? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ayo, Jesus. Hello, Father. Um, thank you for bringing us here together today. Um, I hope we have great content that is full of your word and full of wisdom. I pray that all the topics that we spoke about today, uh, may they linger on our minds. Uh, may we feel inspired to go and learn more about what you say about it, what the world says about it, and teach us how to navigate it, navigate about it ourselves, because the conversations are not easy and they're ever-changing. So I pray that you can help us to work through that as Christians, not on our own, but together. And I pray that the church would also catch on because people are changing always and we need care and love. And I just pray that we can have a great episode. It's easy to edit for tea. Um, <laughs> and that, you know, greatness comes from it and that it will reach the heavens in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. See you lot next month. Yo. Bye. Yo. Let's dig in. Yo.